Hold up. Can we just smoke up I'm so I just took such a fat dab right before this. I'm still dying. <laughs> right? <laughs> Woo. Tried to grab, tried to grab my hat, knocked all the shit off my table. Like, man, it was. <laughs> <laughs> if people could have only seen what happened <laughs> while the DX music was kicking in, everyone would have been dying. <laughs> That's funny. Man. Woo. <clears throat> all right. I love uh, Mike and Bake. Because we just get to talk about whatever the hell we want to talk about. We're not forced to talk about fantasy, even though we love it. It'll just be a natural flow. But uh, I like the idea of what you had for uh, today's show, at least to start it off. I mean, it's 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 the it's the long-lasting argument of whether we should remake things or reboot things. Or things of that nature. You know what I mean? And you know what's crazy is at least to start, I could mention a couple movies that people are like, damn, those are remakes. So like, I'm of the mindset that if I didn't know that the movie existed, (laughs) I'm okay with the remake. Yeah. I mean, it's okay. Doing remakes was more like homages, right? You know what I mean? Like uh, uh, paying homage, right? Or in this case, homage, right? Because in Hollywood, you got to get fancy. So it's like, you know, they would remake shit, you know, from, you know, and, and, and retitle it. And you know what I mean? But like, it wasn't maybe, really a remake at that point, right? It was, it just, was just like, like taking a premise. For your idea. <laughs> it's just like taking a premise. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you know, they would take movie, you know, premises from the 60s. Like, okay, like Ocean's Eleven. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Oh, I mean, a lot of people don't Ocean even know. Com- complete remake, but it's just the premise of these guys. You know what I mean? There's a guy, you know, Frank Ocean or whatnot. And you know what I mean? Like, yep. song in the yeah, house. What up, bro? And fourth what up, and song in the house. What up, Bandy? What up, fourth and flex? You know what I mean? Hey, like, in the house. What up? I mean, you could remix shit right back then because, I mean, the, the vast knowledge of shit wasn't. Now Not everybody was fucking Quentin Tarantino, knowing like every no. single movie and all that shit. Exactly. And like you get to nowadays 
where it's just lazy now. Oh, for sure. It's all super. Like I'm a super. I'm a nerd. I love superhero movies, but all it is now is superhero movies and remakes. Yeah, but you know why though too? I mean, well, first off, money. I mean, the, the original ideas. I mean, it's just like music. You know, like fuck, like. There's so many samples and so many beats that we didn't even know were fucking from the 60s, 50s, you know, shit like that. And it's just you put a little twist on it and it's like no one will even know, you know, type thing. Um, So, I mean, two two remakes that I always like to bring up because I didn't I mean, so Longest Yard was one of them. I knew there was an old one. I didn't see it. Yeah, Burt Reynolds and. It's crazy because like there's no black people like in the movie, like a movie about prison and there's no black people, you know, in it. It's not an accurate um, depiction of it. Um, and even the guy who was like uh, like Chris Rock in the new one, like he was like a smooth talking white guy. He was almost like Dusty Rhodes is like what I would compare. Yeah, he had the accent. Had some swag, you know, to him, but like just didn't seem like too realistic, you know. And then you get to the longest yard now. I mean... That was, that it was, was called like Gridiron too, right? Before, I don't know. I mean, maybe they changed the only. I knew about it as the Longest Yard. So unless they changed the name after, I have no idea. Well, I'm talking about the original. Those original was Longest Yard too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Could, unless like, it was something else, and then they changed it to the Longest Yard. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah, like you know, like even if you look at that movie, Burt Reynolds, he was he was a sex symbol at the time. Oh yeah. yeah Remember Burt fucking uh, Cheech and Chong? He was like, man, I gotta, gotta make myself uglier. This girl thinks I'm Burt Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> because Burt Reynolds was like rural debonair back then. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. He was, yeah. Hey, Sean Connery was knocking him down too. You know what I mean? For sure. Back yeah. then, like, hey, Sean Connery, it, he was allowed to smack a bitch back then. Remember that? You know, sometimes you gotta give him a little smack. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, back, and back then, like, I mean, they just knew, all right, Sean Connery will slap the shit out of me. I better just shut up. <laughs> right? And, like, but see, but now you flash forward to the remake of, uh, of goddamn, what's his name? Uh, a Longest Yard. And then, you know, you have Adam Sandler playing you know, the Burt Reynolds character where, you know I mean? He's, he's an ugly dude. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And it was, you know, it was more great. Uh, but they still even had the scene, you know, where the dude was excited. It's like, man, my wife had a one night stand with an NFL player. I got to yeah, be doing yeah. all right. <laughs> hey, he had, they, hold on. I haven't seen Longest Yard since second probably like. Take, what up, homie? And what up, Albert? What up, second take? We'll Shout to Albert. Real, real quick before you give your thought. Mike right. Santos, he said Cole Komet or Evan Ingram, 12-team PPR. Um, If we knew that Evan Ingram was going to be healthy, I'd just say him because I feel like that offense is going to work more toward, more through the tight end than mm-hmm. uh, the Bears will, and the Bears offense is probably going to be even, even more whack than the Jaguars. But I'll still take Cole Komet just because addition by subtraction. They ain't got nobody over there besides him and Darn- uh, Mooney. I'm with you. Just and uh, I mean that's this. They're they got Lou Getzky. Lou Getzky is the the OC. He was the he was the quarterbacks coach uh, okay. with Matt Lafleur and them for Green Bay. And uh, I mean we've only really had one season where the tight end went crazy, but it, and it all came by way of touchdowns. You know Robert Tunyon had like 12 tugs. Yeah, you know, he only had about 500 yards. But like I mean, what are you expecting out of a tight end these days, right? If you don't have the yeah. top four 
Yeah, there's only like there's only like four tight ends that could go over yeah. a thousand. I don't yards. even put Waller in there either, bro. And I'm okay if I'm wrong. I wasn't I right. I wasn't right now. He has the ability, but man, he can't yeah. stay healthy. It, it, I just, you know, what I'm saying the top four, obviously Kelsey, Andrews, uh, Schultz, and I'm still going Homer with Keith McKittle in there. You know what I mean? And shout out to Chewy. He said, "Cheers, good morning." Just took a couple hits out the pen. Let's get it. Nice, get high. You know, I say he's got the fifth pick, single QB league draft, um, uh, targeting Justin Jefferson. If I got a top five pick, single QB league, I mean Justin Jefferson's that dude. After, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I mean after JT, it's almost like I would take JJ like second, like right now. Like that's how how strong yeah. I feel about getting that top heaviness at the wide receiver. Mm-hmm. But it's also the fact that you have. That you're at the you have the two three turnaround and you have the quick turnaround. You'd be so able to like, get at least one solid running back and maybe even two if you want to go back to back. Yeah. And I mean shit, you know, uh, a Mark Andrews could fall there if you wanted to go that route, or you know what I mean? But I mean, I'm trying to secure at least one solid QB within my first three <laughs> round in a single QB. Damn, really? I'll just push it off. Fuck it. In a single QB, I'll, I want to secure at least one. I don't like. Oh, you said like R. Did you say RB or QB? RB. Okay, yeah. I thought I, I thought you said QB in the first in the third round. Yeah. Okay. You know what? If I say QB, I mean, if I say QB, I, then yeah, I definitely meant RB. But like I said, I like the hero RB uh, in, in those single QB what leagues. Up, like, oh. Yeah, I really. Yeah. I, I really think the hero RB is just like my favorite style of like drafting. And I've won a lot with, uh, with, with building it off that way. Even in, um, even in like two QB leagues, like starting off with a running back and a, and a wide receiver, like right off the bat, just hitting both of them hard. I mean, if you hit on that and neither one of those guys gets injured, like your, your season is just going to be so much easier. Yeah, I mean, and, and like when all else fails, just go balanced approach. Yeah, that, that, you never that never fails going a balanced no. approach. It's always just, you know, hey, you go if you go running back, you know, what I mean, go go receiver next, or if you go running back, running back, balance it out, go receiver, receiver. I mean, I'm not saying let this dictate what your thought process is before you get into the draft. I'm just saying, like, if you don't like what's going on in the draft. And you're just taking best player available. It's not a bad idea, just you know, to fill your your team, you know, balance out your team with, you know, what I mean, getting all your skill guys right away. You know what yeah. I mean? Because like worst case, you get some injuries, but since you went a balanced approach, you got the depth to cover, mm-hmm. or you hit on some of those later guys, and then you end up getting to turn those into other guys doing two for one deals. You yep. know, and getting better players. Here's here's another thing too, is. I used to love, I just go, I'll go crazy ass running back heavy early in single QB leagues, right? I used to do this right. a lot. Hella running back heavy. And then I'd, I would have like, you know, the, the player pool of mid round receivers that I target. And then I'll just rip off like five receivers straight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But like, then, then I would immediately start trying to take some of my running, going, looking for whoever needs running backs. And then obviously if they need running backs to probably have abundance of receivers. I'd be trying to make a trade. And what's crazy is that I've had people tell me, go, they go, well, if you need a receiver and you got all these running backs, that takes away your leverage. For sure. It does. Yeah. And I was like, wow, you're right. You know, but if you're, you know, if you have a balanced approach, 
Nobody can take that leverage from me. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, because the times when you get the most value is when you don't have to trade. Yep. Because people you know take them seriously, like at that point, like, oh, he doesn't have to trade, you know, and like mm -hmm. it, it just comes out. It, it comes out for sure. Yeah, like, like, okay, look at this. I've been trying to move Baker for hella long in a, in a super flex league. He's my fourth QB. He could even be considered my third gift because some people might say they like him, his situation in Carolina better than Davis Mills because that's who my third is. But I like Davis Mills, so I, and I don't care much for, for Baker, and he's my fourth. I have no leverage, and I learned that after, like, a month of trying to pedal him. And yeah. then the moment – yeah, and then I have all these – you know, every day I'm I'm sending out all these goddamn fucking uh, offers, and, like, at the end of the day, I have to take them down because I'm like, you know what, let me see. You know, the next day it'll be different. Last <laughs> night, someone accepts one of my trades. That like, you forgot oh, to take down. Well, yeah, but see, but it wasn't bad. I mean, but it, what I still didn't. You say it wasn't bad. I didn't think it was. No, no, that I, good. I, I liked it because yeah. you know why? I'm not going to get one. I'm not going to get anything. I wasn't getting any anywhere near that from anybody. And then what sucks is like you know why? It's because the supply and demand right now is mm -hmm. not the demand time. Like yeah. if you had waited like four weeks, I bet you you could have got an actual like decent haul for Baker because mm -hmm. someone's going to start panicking. You know, and uh, mm -hmm. and I'll always use you as an example, but it was just the exact time. It was the time when you were panicking. Mm -hmm. There was really no other time in the season that we could have traded. Yeah, but see, but you weren't panicking. sitting on Mason Rudolph. You picked up Mason Rudolph and peddled him to me. That's that's like that's. But yeah, but you didn't. But you didn't pick Baker high. No, that's what I'm no. saying. And I mean, then I got and, and for I feel the need on my I feel needs on my team. I needed you did, I needed, needed, needed a needed a IDP. And I needed IDP. And you just yeah. got lucky you traded for Bates one day before he, like, got his extension. No, no, no. It wasn't lucky. I read yesterday. This is why I sent this out. I sent out a bunch of Bates joints because they were, like, Bates expected to okay. sign. All right. You know what I mean? Right. And, like, I – and, you know, me, I'll be on that local shit. So this is, like, some – this is uh, the Bengals uh, Bengals behind the curtain. Right okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Bengals behind the curtain. I forget what his exact shit is. And he was like, yeah, he was saying this – uh he was saying this the other day, and then, and then he re, he reiterated it again. I'm like, oh shit, let me, because you know what? People they don't want to lose him. He's good. He's been no. he's been super solid ever since he's been a rookie. Like he's never had a bad year. And you know what? Too, as I bet you, his agent was like, all right, bro, look. Now they're not gonna they're not gonna extend you. Sign the franchise tag, and let's go put some film out there. And he's like, you got to go now, so you can get you can be conditioned by the time year starts, because you don't want to put out bad film. Due to your non-conditioning, if you weren't there for training camp, etc. You know what I mean? For sure, for sure. And Anthony yeah. telling me said, "Roll it up, light it up, yeah, right, yeah." And but see, but here's the thing, though, too, right? It's like I feel really good about it until Hess is like, "Man, I would have gave you more for that." And I'm like, "Damn, I should explore the options with Hess." But it's also it's like, you know, when it comes to like you or Hess, you guys aren't gonna like bullshit with me. You know what I mean? So like I, I can't well, as the riders didn't bullshit with you either. He got, I mean, he traded four. I mean, what did he trade? Two players. I mean, I don't know. I didn't really like any of your players outside of Baker that you sent either. But still, the yeah. starting QBs hold the most value out of everybody in these leagues. What? The, what are you talking about? The, the Cooper Cup trade I made with SD Rider? No, wasn't that SD Riders you traded Baker to? Mm, not sure. Was it? I'm pretty sure. It was SCV something. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. someone different. Okay, that's yeah, uh, and see, that's here's a difference. Even here's that's another thing too: is I hella 
honed <laughs> in on this guy because he had Russell Wilson and Drew Locke, and that was it. So I was just yeah. Like, see, so that must have meant that he yeah. would be no, a little bit more extra thing, desperate, though. Here's that wasn't thing, though. a desperation trade. Like he, he, he it wasn't a desperation trade. But I said he's the only guy that you know. Let me finish. He's the only guy that was going to talk to me. No one was. Everyone else that I tried to hone in on that had two starting QBs, they didn't care for having a third, according to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Until someone gets hurt, like that's what you're forgetting. Like, well, just, but see, here's the cause. Here's the cause. See, you could you could say that, and I won't disagree with you. It happened. But for team for for my team specifically, like you're speaking in a vacuum. You know why I didn't care if those other teams that didn't want to get a third QB didn't fuck with me? I'm going to play them eventually. And if I play them when they only have one QB, that's too bad for them. This guy, he he is one of the guys I would like, I wouldn't have mind strengthening because he was extremely top heavy. You know what I'm saying? And he wasn't coming. I was coming for Joe Mixon. Pause. I was coming for all these motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? I was trying to, I was trying to bring back big piece. I sent them several deals. And then he would just decline them, you know, periodically. So I was like, okay, you know what I mean? And then every so often he would even message me. No, nah, I'm, not, I'm not coming off of him. You know what I mean? Okay. And you you know just better I mean? hope Alec Pierce blows up. That's all. I'm and listen, say. and you know me, I, I'm Alec Pierce. I'm a, I'm a number two on that team believer. And the number two on that team scores touchdowns, bro. I mean, you go back to last year. Every year with Frank Wright, that guy in the slot scoring touchdowns. Look at Zach Pasquale last year. Is Zach Pasquale a bad motherfucker at all? No. Fuck no. But over the years in that system, he's scoring touchdowns out of the slot. This is Frank. Nelson Aguilar had Frank Wright back in, in, in Philly. Yeah, but you can never start Zach Pascal either. Like, it was just like he got two touchdowns, I'm and you're just, like, damn, yeah, but, I, had him on, I had him on my bench. But Fuck. because he wasn't talented enough to stay on the field, he was rotated with Paris Campbell and fucking, um, you know, Marcus Johnson and these other no-name guys. You know what I'm saying? Um, and uh, AJ guys. said, happy birthday to Kobe, R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. To the, to the GOAT, man. To the Black Mamba. Yeah. Mamba mentality. You know what I'm saying? And look, at here's the thing. Not, everything is subjective until hindsight. Don't, the only people, yeah. only times I rip on people for a trade is when, is when uh, they get bamboozled. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I think you, you bamboozled yourself is what I'm saying. Um, but Not if you have four QBs. Yeah, it is because this is dynasty. Like this is a redraft. You don't have okay. It's dynasty. Where's Baker no, going no. next year? Okay, it's, it's dynasty. You didn't no, I mean, I'm even. I mean, I'm even thinking. Where, where about, does Baker go next year? He might stay in Carolina. Okay, might. That's a strong might. Yeah, yeah. For, but I'm not gonna. Is, but I'm not gonna sell something that I got for pennies for more pennies just because he might not have a job in a year because you paid nothing. But see, more. but see, here's the thing. I paid a fourteen. I paid, I paid around fourteen draft capital to uh to get Baker in that in that startup. Okay. And and if you want to look at it like that, he was on the Browns at the time. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I don't think his value went up that much going to Carolina. It's the super. I try. Listen. I well, try. That's the classic. Like how you think about him versus how another team mm-hmm. is going to value and, him. Because he's and, a starting quarterback on this fantasy team now, just because he's your. Yeah, but he was a backup on mine, 
and he was never going to be a starter unless situation arrived for me. You know what I'm saying? Like injuries. No, that, that's yeah. that, that's see, exactly and that's, what I'm saying. You see, value him. Saying, you traded him based on your value you trying to peddle Baker. You know, and we're talking Baker. We're not you sold him like one day Baker. after he was named the starter. Yeah. And I got it off. Thank God. Thank fucking God. You know how many leagues that I have Baker in that I'm waiting for him to like have one I, good see, game and then I'm going to try to move on? between me and you, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm okay. I'm okay with, like, okay. You see, Bandy loved this. This is, this, is what, uh, this is what we were planning. We we are going to get a debate show going. Yeah. It's all gonna you're going to take pennies. You're going to take pennies, turn it into a dollar. See, me, I'll take, I'll take the slow nickel over the fast quarter. Right. Because you know okay. why? In life, that goes longer. You know what I'm saying? Like, I go, I want to get greedy with every single trade. I, you know, I'm, uh, maybe let's say one out of every 10 offers I'll well, get. It's not, someone, it's not, about, being, it it's not about being greedy. I think it's about timing more than anything. I mean, it's all subjective, right? Like, this is how I view it. This is my thought process. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can get greedy. And you know me, my thought pro- and this is like, this is this is me specific, and you know this. Oh yeah, I'm going by fantasy gods and the karma <laughs> of it all. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just blessed this guy. You know what I'm saying? He thinks he didn't give me much. You know he what I'm saying? What he did much. is massively improve my squad. You know what I mean? You know, you know what's funny is I didn't even know how to look at the weeks and shit like that, right? And it was amazing because I was like, I, now I started looking at the weeks, right? And it's so crazy because I've looked at yours and mine's and like it's so top heavy in some of these leagues as far as projections go. Yeah. I'm like, damn, these guys are like 270, 280. I'm like, damn, we're smoothing the 360s and up all the time. You know what I mean? I'm like, this is gonna be rough for some of those guys according to projections. I don't fuck with projections like that, yeah. but it is, it is uh eyebrow raising considering like because you know i don't i don't put too much emphasis on projections but But when you're projected one projected for 70 more like (laughs) yeah yeah, you're you're like when i look at your schedule you're like projected like 60 to to 80 more than people like on average you know what i mean except for when you play teams like me or like any or you know flash or any of these other uh you know bernie mac these other top heavy teams in the leagues that i went with you you know what i mean yeah yeah and it's like and then you look at all these bum ass teams and you know who I, those are the teams I try to help. Uh, this guy needs a QB. He's going to talk to you. You know what I'm saying? And look, at, and you give him a QB and he's still, and we're still going to be able to stomp on him. You know what I mean? But at least now he has a puncher's chance because I want him to beat you and everybody else. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and I'll, I'll stick and move, take the little pieces I need. Which number was that in? Do you remember off top? Uh, 13. Okay. Yeah. Which one are you talking about? For uh, the one I just made a trade? Yeah, yeah, it is yeah. 13. I see it. Yeah. And, like, you, when you look at my team in 13, you'll see how bad I needed a flex and how happy I am to get an Alec Pierce if he pans out. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And I didn't even trade up or down in this draft. It just happened like that in the draft where it was like I went, you know, I went uh, two quarterbacks, two running backs. Two, I mean, two quarterbacks, two receivers, two running backs. And then it was like – and then, like, I started snatching up IDPs and they just hurt me. So it's like my IDPs, my linebackers are super tough. You know what I mean? And like I'm top heavy. Then my flexes are just hella vulnerable. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Team specific. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, hey, listen, 
you can ask. I went. I went after everybody, bro. I went through all the tears of trying to. I even even yesterday. I remember I was looking. I was like, I don't want Michael Thomas. Like, I, you know what I mean? Because I was thinking, like, man, I bet you I'd give Michael Thomas right now for Baker, and if Michael Thomas plus. You know what I mean? And I'll dress for it sure. up. You know what I'm saying? But I was like, ah, why would I? That's stupid. You know what I mean? Like, what up, Antonio? I, what up, Crispy? What and, up, Antonio? And Sandy, and he loves that logic, Bogey. Listen, the logic, it'll change in 10 minutes, too, <laughs> according to the team I'm looking at. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I I, I wanted a strong, I wanted a strong flex IDP. Well, you know yeah, you, I mean, you needed an extra. I mean, well, I mean, not you needed. I mean, but. Okay, you know who I, I had J.J. Watt in my, I had J.J. Watt in my DL, and then I had Jonathan Allen in one of my flex. So uh, now I think I, I get rid of J.J. Watt. Throw in Jonathan out, Jonathan Allen, and then I get to throw in Bates as one of my flex now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Feel hell of better than that than than having a you know Jawan Bentley or you know Troy Reader. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and so and okay, imagine me trying to come to you with Baker, and I'm like, you have Jesse Bates, and I'm trying to get something else. You're not like, like see, there's a difference. Well, between see, I have Sam. I have Sam Darnold. So, um, I mean, de depending on what it actually was, I may have paid to get Baker just to see, lock and, up You, you want to know why I never really, like, came at you with Baker? is because, like, it's They only because, gave up one know, IVP and a rookie wide receiver. Like, I mean, why why wouldn't I do that for a starting QB? See, because here's the thing, though. Flip them for more I, in the I, I, I wouldn't have came at you looking at that for that deal. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I wouldn't have looked like, okay, what, he's going to come off a rookie. No, no, that's just how it happened with that guy. See, yeah. with you, I wouldn't even have came at you, period, because I know you're into winning the trade only when it when it's with me. So and solely so you could constantly well, usually with reference. Everybody. Hold on. It's so not just with you, it's everybody. It's everybody. <laughs> no, so I could be this when you're teaching the hustler trade courses, you go <laughs> and exhibit one bogey, Mason Rudolph. These are so I I will never send you an offer. Matter of fact, when I look up a player and I and I go to build the offer, I go, oh fuck, the hustler has him. Take it down. You know what I mean? Because I'm, you I'm will never, you will never get me or be able to bring up anything else but that Mason Rudolph instance. That is that's it for you. You know what I mean? Oh man, that's it for you. I love it. Hey, well, that one's gonna last forever. That was one that'll that's last. That's cool because that's your time. one. You ever heard the saying "fool me once"? Yeah, I cut the saying off at that. You know what I mean? Fool me once, man. You know I mean? Uncle Buck said, uh, "Looks like Bogey's coming off the set of Jumanji." Oh yeah, bro. Listen, I've been stuck in that motherfucker. Y'all, y'all heard? See, y'all be calling. I be calling it the Matrix, bro. I just came out that motherfucking game, bro. Oh man, <laughs> bro. Robin Williams is a fool with it. I've been in Jumanji. That motherfucker oh, came at you. Hey, you know what was crazy though? Hey, how about that? Okay, that totally brings us right back to the remake. Remakes. Okay. Jumanji is not a remake. It's more like what a sequel. It's a it's like a sequel, but like it's a reboot. Fun. That's reboot. what you would call a reboot. It, well, is it a reboot? Because I yeah. feel like the reboots are like with the same characters, nah, same exact man. characters. Isn't, isn't a reboot? Re like the Jay and Silent like Bob reboot. reboot. 
It was like they okay. rebooted all the old oh, characters. Right. A remake is a remake is like is what we're I talking think, about. I think this one is so literally it's a re- just it's a remake. No, it's not a remake. It's a, I think it's a sequel because they bring up the old characters. Remember? Do they? Yeah, they bring up uh, what what's fucking Robin Williams' name in uh, the actual movie? Josh, Josh, what's up? No, hold on, I know his name. I don't know his name. Yeah, fuck, what the hell is his name? I can't think of it. But um, um, in the he um, it's what's it called? It's his uh, initials that are like in a tree or something. J something. Damn, now I gotta look it up. Hold on. JB. No. Hey, look it. I watched that other one. That's the one with Kevin Hart in there, right? Yeah. Hey, that shit was Alan Parrish. There we go. Alan Parrish. AP. There we go. Bandy was on it first. Yeah, Uncle Buck was on it. Ten points. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, give him a ding. Give him a ding. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Stadler Valley said it's like the 007 movie reboots. Man, um, well, and see, and I don't even, I mean, I only know see, about 007. Okay. Video I was going to bring that up earlier. I was going to bring that up earlier because when we were talking about Sean Connery. Sean Connery, there was probably a gang of motherfuckers that were like, why the fuck did they reboot fucking or re, you know what I mean? I mean, but but see, but but here's another thing too, is like when you have characters like, uh, I guess I, I guess these are these are my exceptions, right? The ones that I'll, I'm okay with. Like when you have a an iconic character, Every every so often you're gonna have like Spider Man, you know what I mean? Batman, 007. Shaft, <laughs> Shaft. I mean, shit. We need to do another. They need. They're about due for another one, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I think they just did the third one, right? Where it's like his son or some shit. Oh, we're in clown week, bro. Shaq Junior. I I didn't I didn't watch it, but uh, yeah, because uh, they what was it? it, it early two thousands or late nineties, where Samuel Jackson was Shaft, and then. Uh, yeah, it was like 2016 or some shit where it was a sequel to that or something. You know, I'm thinking, um, I do get upset though, actually, at some, uh, a lot of when they like the, the Spider Man's, they kept doing Spider Man over and over and over again to the point that they're like, thank God we're doing some multiverse shit. Cause then they're <laughs> like, yeah, this is how we make up for those sorry ass Spider Man's. We'll bring them into this one. You know what I mean? And I never even got into the spider. Like for the longest time, I, I mean, Blade is an exception because I was always like about Blade and didn't really even know that that was like Blade was Marvel. Yeah, when I first saw it and shit. But um, yeah, I don't know. Like a lot of the like X Men, you know, that was one of the first ones that came out, and I was just not like just didn't didn't pique my interest in the Spider Man. You know never got into those first any- three. They did it all wrong, man. That's why. Like, all, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Just when you have some awesome source material, you know what I mean? I'm like, how do you fuck that up? And it's yeah. because Hollywood, they get in there and they're like, yeah, this is what we should do. Let's yes. change this. Well, let's make him a dog instead of a frog. You know what I mean? Let's, you know, that shit pisses people off. Yeah. And like, but, but then again, you have shit like, Guardians of the Galaxy, where I wasn't fucking with those comics at all, right, because right. I was a grown ass man by the time I ever heard of them. And, and see, I was them. never into comic books. Like there was nobody in my lineage that like yeah. got me into comic but books see, like, at all. That that enabled me though. That enabled me to watch Guardians of the Galaxy and enjoy it for what it is. Not like 
I'm a super big fan of Batman, and I'm watching Batman. And I'm like, oh, they, they got the butler all wrong. You know what I mean? Like, Bandy said Affleck was the bomb in Daredevils, and I'm no way, man. He was the bomb in Phantoms, yo. Word, bitch. Phantoms like a motherfucker. <laughs> oh shit, that was that. Oh, that changed sound about. Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen. Okay, you want to know why they casted Ben Affleck as Batman? Say it again. Go ahead. Let's hear okay. it. This is why they casted Ben Affleck as Batman at one point. is because the one thing that all the Batmans were missing was that great butt chin. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. Batman has a phenomenal butt chin. Yeah. And, like, when, when you saw Ben Affleck as Daredevil, you kind of caught a glimpse, like, hey, he could be a great Batman because look at that phenomenal butt chin. Oh, yeah. Like, his butt chin so phenomenal that South Park was making fun of it, like, in, like, the late 90s. <laughs> oh, word. Yeah, that was when I was on South Park, too. You remember who had one of the best butt chins? It was Jim Carrey from Me, Myself, and Irene at oh, yeah. the end. Hey, Daddy, now you can blow your nose and wipe your ass all at the same time. <laughs> Daddy got a goddamn butthole on his face. <laughs> <laughs> he liked it too he's real proud of it <laughs> and uh, Niner said I bought the Spider-Man series with Tom Holland and watched it as a kid it was pretty good I'd have to say listen when you don't know nothing about Spider-Man it's awesome visually it's it's it's, it's dope you know what I mean uh, but like you know they change the little things like he shoots the webs out of his fucking out of his wrists like you know, what I mean, instead of like, instead of like, his body develops the 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 web the webs, and then like he has his canisters, and like you know, because he's a scientist, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he, you know, they just kind of like, you know what? Let's just make it where it comes out of his hand. That's a lot easier, you know what I mean? Yeah, because you know there'd be instances where he's web slinging through the city, and he's like, oh, oh, he runs out of uh, of his canisters, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? And like, then in the movie, they're just like they 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 make it where like he has like anxiety. And like now, now he's just uh, uh, he's like shooting blanks and he's like, you know, it's like it, shit like that pisses you off when you're a, when you're a diehard fan of the, of the <coughs> source material, you know what I mean? But like I said, with Guardians, if you don't know the source material, it's just dope. It's just the it's just the re, the, the the discovery, you know what I mean, of liking something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's why I'm wired. Same way, like if you send a player to somebody, and like I'm trying to send Baker. Everybody already hates Baker. That's already an uphill battle for me. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like people like, but but say they didn't know about Baker and they saw him fall out in Carolina. They might go, oh shit, he's really good. And he'd be like, no, this is actually a surprise. You know what I mean? <laughs> yep. And uh, so a lot of these remakes, okay, like um, so we talk about the longest yard. Another remake that I think a lot of people don't even know was a remake was uh, Gone in 60 Seconds. And um, I never even seen the original, but I know that it exists. And um, I never knew that until uh, till somebody else told me in one of the, you know, we used to call them weed facts. You know what I'm saying? Way before Google, mm-hmm. shit that people would say, you don't know if it's true, but, you know, you, they tell it to you in a weed session. Yeah. You know, hey, bro, you know, God in 60 seconds is a remake. Word. <laughs> and seeing, like, I, I mean, I have no idea how they were doing it, you know, back then, but... um I feel like also just with the times, you know, like that that's one reason why movies can get remade is just like making making the story current with today. And like what was that uh um, point break? 
Yeah, well, Point Break and Fast and the Furious, you know, like literally like the exact same plot, you know, like almost to a T. And uh, but just one's about surfing and one's about cars. Both in Southern California, both in L.A., things that were probably hot, you know, during during that whole time. But street racing was getting real big. Yeah. When did the original Point Break come out? Ninety nine. No, no, like no, no, 95, 96. No, like 1990. Okay, that's right. Patrick Swayze, I'm tripping. This yeah, is way Pat- earlier. Yeah, pa- 1991. Patrick Swayze okay. and Johnny Utah. Damn, that's crazy. I'm forgetting how, hey, what's his name been in the game, bro? Hell yeah. yeah since, uh, I mean, shit, since uh, Bill and Ted, like, I mean, <laughs> it's funny that everyone still thinks of him as Ted and like a dumbass, like, even though he's done like, you know, Neo and all these other things. And like, but you see his face and you just see like, well, because you know why, right? That's the only, that's the only movie he did some actual character acting. Right. (laughs) Every other movie. He's the same guy. He's one of my favorite monotone actors. He's up there with Denzel. It's so funny that in two separate uh, movies, he has the exact same backstory. The quarterback for the Ohio State Buckeyes, Uh man. (laughs) Yeah. Same shit in the replacements. In the replacements. As as in uh, Point Break. And And look at, okay, look at this. In the replacements, he's like this. I'm the back, I'm the new QB. In the Matrix, he's like, I'm the one. In the fucking, in the Night Stalker, he's like, I'm a rapist. And then in the motherfucking... (laughs) In speed, right? He's like, uh, everybody, the bus has to stay at 50. Whatever the fuck you said, right? <laughs> Danny, Bill, and Ted, he's actually acting, bro. <laughs> oh, he's man. actually acting. Clock in the house. He said, LOL, this is why your phone is going straight to voicemail. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> what up, Clock? I know I'm on my phone. I'm actually on my phone right now. And Bandy said, I love the replacement. Such a classic movie, man. Shane Falco and... uh that could be a movie that they could totally remake. I mean, it's been more than 20 years because just that concept, I mean, w- would just seem to work funny, you know? I mean, it's have right past the characters. I mean, shit, the holdout, right? NFL is never far-fetched. Yeah. How many times they do a holdout scenario during that time, right? I mean, like you had any given Sunday, that motherfucker's yep. holding out, right? Yeah. Was he holding out or was he injured? No, no he got injured. That's what it was. Okay, never mind. Yeah, the, repla- right. the replacements was the one where they all went on. Show. They're all held out. Yeah, but it, and, and he was like, I, I remember it was, was funny too. The line, except yeah. for yeah. And hey, uh, what is it going to take for them to get back in this game? It's going to take heart. Miles and miles of heart. Miles and miles of heart. <laughs> and Shane Falco knew that that was him. He was the heartbeat of that team. <laughs> hey, when they was fumbling that shit all over the place, bro. Madden's doing the thing. <laughs> Look, and then it goes this way, whoop, and um, <laughs> and then it ends up in the guy's hand who started the play. <laughs> oh shit, that's funny. Yeah, John Madden was awesome in uh, in that, and uh, I think that guy's smoking on the field. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, and and you know what's crazy? Um, the Seven Up guy came up in that joint. He was like, oh yeah, Clifford Franklin. Yep, the set. I mean, I don't know if y'all remember the. Uh, for those of y'all that don't remember, but the Seven Up in the nineties. Make Seven Up yours. Make Seven Up yours. And they had the. <laughs> Did you ever have that, that shirt? Seven Up. <laughs> had the Seven Up logo with the seven, 
And then in the back, it said, up yours. <laughs> and, like, they used to sell these shirts at, like, Spencer's and shit. And, like, you know, like. I had it. Did you have it? No, nah, I didn't have one of those ones. I, I had one. I, I was on it. I was on it. I, but, but, you know, it's funny. But <laughs> motherfuckers used to get in trouble for wearing that shit. But, like, yeah, I was getting yeah. in trouble for wearing, like, all red. See, but what, <laughs> back in the days, you couldn't wear, like, red pants. Like, I'd come to school with, like, a red polo and red, like, windbreakers and shit and then get in trouble and shit. I remember, uh, I mean, I would get in trouble. They had a member at Spencer's back in the day that had the shirt that said pimp on it and all the different. Oh, yeah, hell yeah. I got in trouble for wearing a pimp shirt to school. This white, the white uh, the social studies teacher, he was so pissed at me. He was like, you, you, we're going and you're getting your PE shirt. And you're wearing that. You're, you're putting this distasteful thing in your backpack. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's being pimped by the school system. <laughs> He doesn't realize that pimps are revolutionaries. <laughs> and Bandy said, uh, number 11 in your programs, number one number in, one in your hearts. <laughs> Man, that was that. Uh, he's wiry. He's the best. He was the best character. <laughs> he was, though. <laughs> he owed the mob. Hey, I love how, like, and see Shane Falco, too. He probably had about, like, 18 words in the whole movie. I ain't going to lie. Maybe 32. <laughs> He didn't say much, but and that's what he he pulled it off well because it would just be like he gave the kicker the look, like yeah I got you, bro. And just he fucking breaks his leg by air kicking, <laughs> and he he saved him from the mob. Totally saved him from the mob, and uh, but he was he was gangster too. Like it was funny. He was always trying to fight, and uh, <laughs> and so uh, that one we can agree uh, needs the remake. With I'm with it. That one would be funny. It doesn't have to be the replace called the replacements. It doesn't have to be the exact same characters. You got to get a new band of misfits, um, you know, because like Major League, you know, there's another one, like the exact same premise, you know, putting all the oh. shitty players together, you know, from around, around the league. That's one of my girls' favorite movie. Uh, 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 well, what's the other one? A League of Their Own. They remade yeah. that recently. Yeah. Wait, they remade yeah. that? I, I That's what my girl told me because A League of Their Own, is my girl's like what's one of her like all time favorites? Yeah, and I, it's one of those ones I refuse to I refuse to sit through because I refuse to believe that I play on the same team as uh, as as Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> you know what's so funny? Uh, Rosie she doesn't O'Donnell, play on my team. I, I forget what uh, talk show she went on. Uh, it was some. I think Tom Hanks was like on there also, and. Um, if you notice, they didn't even cut it out. It's so funny. This is how low the budget must have been. But when they're running out for the very, very first game, like as they're running out, you see Rosie O'Donnell trip. And like she just trips and eats shit. And <laughs> But you know what, though? See, here's the thing, though, is I have, you know, I know the writers of that movie. He was very adamant about that fall being in the movie. <laughs> Fuck Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> And you know what? Like, fuck this big-headed bitch. <laughs> so we went to uh, we went to the M- the the baseball Hall of Fame, and uh, way back in the day, like one one month before where's is that happened in uh, in Cooperstown, New York. Okay, cool. so I was in New York when we went over. Did we did our East Coast trip, and uh, uh, my mom wanted to go to the Baseball Hall of Fame too because of a league of their own. She wanted to see the women in sports like shit that was in there and it was so funny because like in the movie it looks like it's like a big ass section you know and everything like looks like super huge and then like in the actual hall of fame it's like one tiny little wall like maybe like a 12 by 4 or something like not even that big just like small as fuck and my mom was so disappointed 
<laughs> we came all this way to Graceland. <laughs> it was crazy, though. I don't even know how the timing worked out so perfectly, but like the day that we went was when um, Dave Winfield was being inducted, him and Kirby Puckett, like literally cool. the day that they were being inducted, first Padre uh, member going into the Hall of Fame. So just super crazy. And I, I met someone, I'm, I met someone from San Diego there and I got a ticket to actually go in. <laughs> and uh, nobody in my family did. So they were all like waiting outside and I actually got to go in and watch like the Hall of Fame speeches. Damn, that's like your own personal Padre uh willy wonka story right <laughs> he had the golden ticket in that motherfucker He's... and it was funny the guy gave it to me because he only had one ticket and he didn't want to leave his family i was like fuck my family i'll he's go like, yeah <laughs> he's like me on the other hand <laughs> i was like 14 so i was like yeah fuck my family i'll go in there this is like this is a crazy like opportunity and i remember the first time i went to new york it was with uh or the first time with with my girl and, and, and we uh and my and my family right because we were out there for like a christianing or something bro and so like you know we're tearing up the cities and whatnot but i swear by the third time by the third day i'm there i'm like full new york like roots because like we're pushing a stroller around you know what i'm saying this one i only had one kid she had to have been like maybe two years old at the time uh-huh. and like ain't nobody getting out the motherfucking way bro ever so like but once you start like hey the fuck out of the way <laughs> like they, hey, they, they, and you know it's not even like they think you're rude. They just kind of just move out the way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Same thing like when you're driving in New York, we're like the people, the pedestrians, they take that I have the right of way real serious because they'll just walk into the street, bro. Yeah, and just go across the streets. You know and there's I mean? too many cops. Like you're not, you don't want to hit anyone like out mm-hmm. there. <laughs> and you know what's crazy in New York? Manhattan is such a shithole. Like man, mm-hmm. I swear, like such a shithole. Like that. I, I was there when the gar- uh, that whatever garbage union they were striking. So like, it's fucking, uh, like literal 14, 15 feet piles of of, of garbage bags. And, it's and all just, buildings. It's like nowhere for this trash. Yeah, they're just throwing them out the little chutes. Yeah. So you know I remember. I remember it just smelling like shit as I was out there. I did go to WWF New York. So I did get to go there with cool. the, the iconic, uh, the place that only existed for a few years. Wasn't when a show was going on or anything. But um, I just remember everybody was a foreigner there. Like everyone was speaking different languages, rocking their I love New York shirts. And the thing that I remember the most was like all these streets. It was like one car would be able to go per green light. It was like literally back-to-back traffic. <laughs> for real. Entire, yeah, just one row It'll of be cars. be a whole mob. It it's was like fucking... the walking. All of a sudden, it's the Walking Dead. The motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> like that. That was it. The motherfucking Walking Dead. Like yo, because you were walking way faster than any of these cars were going. I mean, it was it was pointless to drive. Like you might as well be walking. So oh, many I'm... cabs, like on the fucking. Uh, but I get. But it, it does smell like shit. And there's a shit ton of people like so all we, over the fucking road. We had rented cars because. So th- th- this particular story I'm telling you, we had rented cars because it was my brother-in-law's son, right? It was, it was my uh, my sister's son. He about to get baptized. So we we're going to drive to Connecticut at one point. You know what I mean? Okay. And like, so we all get the cars for, at the airport, at the JFK. And then my brother tells my pops, he's like, hey, just keep up. You know what I mean? Because like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to be like real aggressive out there driving. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we, we lost him a few times once we got into the city. 
You know what I mean? It was just like, yo, this motherfucker's gone. Because <laughs> we just stayed at that light, you know what I mean? Like, it was red, but there were still people walking, so he's just creeping his way across that motherfucker, you know what I mean? Yeah, for real. That's just real. <laughs> and Clock said, as a kid, I wanted that Charlie Sheen haircut from Major League. Uh, he said, fortunately, <laughs> my parents said no. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, but see, your parents can't stop you now, Clock. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Okay, going back to remakes. There was one. So, so before Clock went on, went on his uh, secret mission, one of the last conversations we had in December, right, was about the, the Matrix. And okay. I, I guess was that a reboot? Because remember they so now it's like you know, I didn't how even many years see later, it. 20 years later, basically. Yeah. And they come out with another it, it's like 19 years later, they come out with another one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I didn't 18 even, years later or whatever. I didn't even and, see it and I heard it was trash. It was whack. And then, like, but what was cool is that we live in a day and age with like all these nerds. So it's like I just took it to YouTube and I found like you know the Fox ultimate nerd. So bad. Well, yeah, well, it was so bad, so bad, right? But like, especially like the how good the nerd. first ones were. Well, like whenever you find these nerds that'll break it down, where it's like all these, you know, this is to rep while he's in this scene, it represents, you know, humanity and the struggle against machine. And you know what I mean? I'm like, oh, word. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and it's like, you know, you know, maybe if I was watching that movie with that guy, yeah, I'd be like, dude, I would be mind blown. Yeah, yeah. the movie was ass. And like, yeah, they're they're like, like, yeah, fuck that movie. What about okay? Because I, I like Cobra Kai and the Chucky series. And oh, you're see, put me see, see, like, and they made those series. Yeah, see, that's what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah, see, I'm with that. What about okay? Even um, I love Wayne's World. See, Wayne's World. That's that's kind of like the idea, right? They were like, this is such a good sketch. We should make it a fucking movie. You know what I mean? For sure. And like that was like those are such it was such a cool universe the Cobra, Kai, I mean the uh, you know the Karate, Karate Kid, Kid universe. They're like, hey, let's go tell. There's a whole other guy here, and all these actors they need work bad. They'll do this shit, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh yeah. And remember the first series was on YouTube, and then once once Netflix picked it up, they're like, all right, we're gonna choke this real quick and keep it off for like a year, because this is really good actually. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And then they came out that because it was really the season two that blew it up, right? No, I mean, really, it was oh, season yeah. one got everybody hooked on some dope, and then there was like, wasn't it they, like a, yeah, a they whole had, last two years later, something like that? And see, because I didn't see it when it was on YouTube, I didn't uh, like Me it, it, neither. it was until it was on Netflix, and then I just watched the two series, um, or the two uh, seasons back mm-hmm. to back, and then uh, and then it was a little bit later that season uh, three. Hey, who's the dude with the lift thing? Oh um, god damn, what the hell is his name? Is that his name Hawk? Yeah, Hawk. There you go. Yeah, he's a bad that's my favorite one. <laughs> <laughs> Just the nerdy kid with the fuck with the fucked and up. He, the revenge of the nerds kid, bro. There you go, yeah. He's, he's, he's kicking been, everybody's ass this time. He's been taking it his whole life. Enough! <laughs> <laughs> I've had enough. Oh yeah. <laughs> and seeing like and those ones are cool because it's like continuing the story. I like right. that versus like remaking, you know, like the idea of continuing the story is definitely better than remaking the. So, the but see, it's not a remake; it's a it's a, its own thing. Yeah, like The Walking Dead got a, a bunch of graphic novels like that. You know what I mean? Like 
for those like the, for those of you who are familiar with The Walking Dead, like they had a, one of the main uh, antagonists. His name was the governor, and like he had a he, the governor. He was the governor because he ran his little community. But behind the scenes, he was crooked than a motherfucker and like and like psych, psychotic. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And he had a right he had a right hand man, but it was a bitch, and he was and he was fucking her and shit like that. You know what I mean? And like and he had her totally like bamboozled. You know what I'm saying? And like when, when you know they they went to war with another community. To make a long story longer, their community got fucked up. And then this bitch, she, you know, she's, you know, she ends up killing the governor because she figures out he's he's a piece of shit. But then they have a whole like series, a whole novel series on her life after the fact, you know? What I mean? <laughs> yeah. And Jamie, uh, yeah, we still need, uh, we, <clears throat> yeah, we need five more players to join the auction league. Uh, the draft is Sunday, September 4th, 3.30 West Coast time. Uh, yeah, join. It's $54 buy-in, 12 teams. I'm putting the link in the chat right now. Yeah, we got to get more people in. We got to get this filled up because the auction draft is going to be fun as hell. It's offense and IDP, $420 budget. So a lot of money to throw around in the auction, not just, uh, not just the $200 budget that people are used to. That's also why I like um, Sleeper. Because you can change, you can change the amount. On Yahoo, you can only go to like 275, I think, is the max. So Sleeper, you can make it whatever the fuck you want. And that's why I left you, Yahoo. Oh, yeah. And Jamie said, how many defensive players? Let me double check. I think it's seven. One, two, four, six, eight. Eight total. Two D-line two linebackers, two DBs, and then two IDP flexes. See, I mean, see, man, what you, the auction and the green bowl, you should have told me about those. I, cause I tried to curve. I'm not, I'm not, I don't think, I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm going to do the green bowl. I think it's just going to be okay. too tough to, uh, to get it going so quick. That, that, that one is going to be, it's going to take a year off and uh, next year for the line. Let it breathe. It's going to be bad. Yeah. Yeah. Let it breathe. Yeah. And Jamie said, what about the offensive spots? I believe it's 10. Let me see. One, five, eight, nine. Nine um, offensive spots. So nine and eight. 17 total starters. Eight on the bench. You know what sucks about Yahoo, too, is like I do want to eliminate just having the need to start the tight end, put an extra flex, but, but there's no tight end premiums. Yeah, see, that's another thing that's lame because uh, I don't think I'd be getting behind this like that without the tight end premium. Um, I've always wanted to do this, and I've always had this thought in the back of my head that that I really hate the tight end spots, and it uh, it really makes like the top I mean, because guys, the tight end shit is hella boo-boo. When you get past like, the top couple, it fucking gets real whack. Yeah, and it's like, hey, I'll, give me more. Give me more reason to want to have those guys up by top anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, I feel, I'm, you know, before people be like, Ugh, I don't know if I should grab an early tight end. I'm going to miss out on this, this, and that. Now they're just more, you know, Kelsey's worth more than that. Kelsey's oh, worth, yeah. Kelsey's de basically Devontae Adams. Uh, oh, yeah. You know what I mean? In the, uh, in the Vampire Leagues, um, I couldn't remember if I, if because I, I, I went in and I had to change the scoring. I thought I had already done it. But so I had to remind everyone there's no tight end spot this year and it's tight end premium where the tight ends score two points per reception and the wide receivers and running backs only score one point per reception. 
Um, in leagues where there's no IDP, I keep it one point PPR and then double for the tight end. And so one of the dudes hits me up to clarify. He was like, so tight ends, like every single reception they get is double. I was like, and I was like, yeah. And he was like, damn. So that makes Kelsey like way more valuable, huh? And I was like, yeah, exactly. Like it's not just a positional advantage. And that right there is the power of discovery. He was was like, so let me get this straight. (laughs) He's more valuable then. (laughs) And he's like, oh shit, bro. Like that was just that that was that Eureka moment for him right there, bro. For sure. And uh, what up, Evan? He said, rate this trade. Elijah Moore and Rashad Penny for DJ Moore. I've got Harris, Saquon, Hall, Dylan, wide receivers, or Evans, uh, Johnson, and Tony. I like it because I got I like DJ. it. You went from Elijah Moore to DJ Moore. That's, that's how I look at it. Yeah, and Penny was probably a late pick. So, yeah, a later pick for sure. I like it. I mean, let's hope so, right? Because people were taking Penny up high like because they're, you know, there's people that remember last year, that little how he ended the year, you know what I mean? Listen, I I think Penny right now. Um, I just I still won't have him. I don't care if Ken Walker's hurt. I, I you know what I mean I love that trade. He wins that trade. Me to yeah. me. Yeah, for sure. You got time. I hope he's not. I hope he's not the guy that's afraid to admit that he was on the other side. He's like, hey guys, this is the trade. Uh, <laughs> uh, I get DJ Moore. You know what I mean? Like, yep. I hope he didn't give DJ Moore to bring those two back. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Um, let's see. So what are, um, are there any remakes that you really, really don't like? Yeah. All the, uh, the Chucky one, the one that the, the stupid one where they try to make it like AI or whatever the fuck. Uh, so I didn't even see that one. So I think the farthest that I've gotten is bride of Chucky. So what's that number? No, four? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm talking about they, they did a retelling a whole with a new kid, Andy, like it was a whole new thing in like present day. With internet, oh, artificial, you know what? I did intelligence. Remember, the, the, the doll looked different. And, you know what? I did watch that, and that shit was lame as hell. Yeah, fuck all that. You know what <laughs> I mean? The real Chucky should have came at one point. Should have popped up and they murdered everybody in that movie. That would have been tight. <laughs> yeah, that um, one. Yeah, that was bad. I guess. I guess uh, I have a problem with. The Michael Myers one, or the Halloweens. It's not all of them though, but I guess the Rob Zombie ones were cool. Cause like he's just Rob Zombie. Maybe that's why I like. I mean, uh, what else did I? I kind of didn't like. Um, I also don't like uh, 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 most of these reboots. Like every oh okay, actually every so often there's a cool one like Tron. Okay, remember Tron Legacy. So I don't remember seeing anything like before Fucking either. Sick. Tron Legacy, bro. I because I just remember being so bored watching the original one with like my older cousins and shit. Like, like it would just be on TV and they're like, you know, what I mean, they're all tripped out off of it. Yeah, because you know they're on whatever they were on. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I'm just like, you know, I'm like, oh, okay, oh, yeah. I'm like, they wear some light suits, I guess. You know what I mean? But then it's like, then you you know you get into like 2009 or 10 or whatever. And now you got some Disney picks it up and you got some real like ill graphics now. And like, and it's still hella reminiscent of the original. You have all the original characters. She was dope. Yeah. You know I mean? For sure. Yeah. And then, and then there's, there's a, uh, the Batmans, bro. I have a lot of problem with like, <laughs> with a lot of the Batmans, bro. 
Okay, so well, one that I that I did like was the Dark Knight out of, out of all. Yeah, that's the one I like. And like, but okay, and even like at the time when it came out, like I just it, it felt like that one was just like more real life versus like you know the Michael yeah, Keaton like like, like the Joker's a terrorist. Yeah, yeah, he wears makeup. He's scarred up in his face. It's not like it's not like in this chemical bath he fell into, and then like it turned him into you know this powder skin fucking you know freak. And he's psychotic and yeah, but I mean, they they the one thing that the Batman's always get right is the dichotomy between you know, what I'm saying uh, a Batman's mental me, uh, mental health condition and everybody else's. They all have some type of like you know, Batman's like some chemical imbalance or some shit. Well, there's, yeah, there's some like 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 the Joker. He's a sociopath and like Penguin is uh he's a narcissist or no 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 Penguin's a um. Oh no no! What's his name? Riddler's a narcissist. Like he needs uh-huh. you to know it's him, and like, you know, uh, uh, what's his name? Two faces, like bipolar or something. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> the Batman got That's like bad daddy issues, and <laughs> what do you think? Okay, out of the original four, okay, that that we're thinking of. So Batman, Batman, yeah, the Michael Earth, Keatons. Okay, then, uh... it's just the Michael Keatons, and that's it. Well, okay, well, let me just throw the other ones out there because, I mean, there are some people that like them. I don't think those ones are better, but what was the third one called? Batman Forever? Batman Forever, that's, that's where they added... Oh, they had... Um, who they add? It they was had, uh, Uma Thurman. Tommy Lee Jones. Poison Ivy. No, she was she was. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, that's right. It was, it was Jim Carrey and Tommy Lee and Jim Jones. Jim Carrey, okay, that's what it was. And then, but Chris O'Donnell came into that one, right? Wasn't that the yeah. first one? Yeah, and Chris O'Donnell was like, he was like the the Hollywood like heartthrob coming off of like ER, was it? Yeah. It was like him and, and Clooney, right? Both came from ER. Oh, but it wasn't well, Clooney no, but, yet. Yeah, Clooney was the fourth one though. It wasn't Clooney yet. It was it was Val Kilmer with the mole. Yeah. How's my mole? And <laughs> <laughs> see, I didn't like it because why is Jim Carrey not like He's supposed to be super genius, not like, you know, comedian, campy, joker wannabe. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the suits were hella flamboyant. And like he was supposed, you know, with all the question marks, that was supposed to be the gig. But like, it was like just super campy. You know what I mean? It was like circa, circa uh, PG. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like 1970s Batman just, you know what I mean? That Batman and shit. But then, then you had, then you got like full on, uh, like let let let's see, like if how much we can make it like animated, but with real people, right? So it's like right. it was like a live cartoon, you know what I mean? Like Gotham, was like yeah. dark. It was like neon with, it was like fluorescent lights and fucking, and you know, Mister Freeze has like a fucking Terminator two suit on. Basically, (laughs) like you know what I mean? That's it wasn't handling. (laughs) Bone Thugs had the fucking they had a single from that movie. Bone Thugs did? Yeah. Look into my eyes and tell me what it is. Tell me what it is you see. (laughs) And the whole video is like clips from Batman. It's it was like a hit single. It was crazy because was it didn't uh, what what was the one in Batman Forever that kissed by a rose or something like yeah. was it seal 
Man, see, that's what's crazy. It was like the late Batmans, like their soundtracks were harder than the movie. Fucking awesome. <laughs> I've made sweet love to the Batman Forever soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That's funny. Oh, man. And, okay, uh, what, hold on. Little Rascals, phenomenal remake. Okay, and I, I haven't, I didn't see the original. Oh, or bro, watch it with, watch it with Little Man, bro. Yeah, and it's so crazy because it's so inappropriate too. Like you know, like they can't move, do they can't shoot shit like that with kids these days. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. Yeah, definitely. And it's like these kids, they straight up got like a misogynistic crew. It's the He Man Woman Haters Club. Damn, or some shit like that. Whatever their whatever their little clubhouse is called. And, like, they get hella mad at Alfalfa because Alfalfa, you know what I'm saying, he's trying to get some pussy, clearly, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, he's, he's fucking with a little with a little BJ. But then, like, he brings her to the to the clubhouse, you know what I mean? And, like, that's uh -huh. a big no-no, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, man. Because, like, like, you're not allowed to like girls. They're yucky. Yeah. Because how old are they? They're all, like, what, like, six, seven? Yeah, they're all supposed to, yes. Yeah, and it was crazy is, like, they, you know, they just, uh, I mean, it's just, it's just dope. These kids got a little fucking uh, club out. Where are the, where are the parents at? Yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> oh shit. So one movie that I really like that, uh, it would be, uh, it would be funny if they remade it, but they couldn't remake it with the exact premise of the movie road trip. This one, man, I was like addicted to this movie. When it was coming out, it was it, it was so fucking funny. You had titties in it, and like I think I was like fourteen when it came out. So man, just like Austin, Austin, <laughs> Austin Massachusetts, Austin Massachusetts. <laughs> you mean Are you here for the feeding? <laughs> <laughs> ah, Tom Grady. I mean Tom Grady. Tom Green made. I said Tom Green and Tom Brady. I came out Tom Grady. Tom Green was the goat to me, bro. Dude, he was the like, man. Like his show. Okay, look at this. I always told my cousin, I like him when he's here and when I'm doing a podcast because he's like my Phil. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Because do you remember the Tom Green show? Yeah. So like there was just a window and then there was a guy who's just sitting back there drinking coffee. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. But he didn't do he wasn't a part of the show at all. They just they he just did that, and it was Phil. And Phil just sat there in the back, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> just, you know what I mean? Every so often they might reference him, but, like, he's just in the back, you know what I mean? And that's what's crazy, and, like, Tom Green, like, didn't he have one of the first, like, podcasts ever? Yeah, and he was doing it, like, he was doing it real major, bro. Like, he, he was on MySpace going live. Yeah. So, like, and in order to do that, he had like a fucking tower in his backyard. You know what I mean? Like, and he had like the DSL and all the wires are running through the ceiling and fucking his whole house was maybe basically set up and he had the web cameras everywhere. And like, and then like, you know, he, uh, he was going live to his website and to MySpace and like, just, it was, it was, uh, it was uh, ahead of his time. I mean, he wasn't the first one though. I want to say there, there's a guy, he's the literal first one. And he, 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 cause he pitched it to like, um, to Apple back in the days. Oh, and um, they were like, nah, man, get the fuck out of here. No, I think he actually became the guy for, oh. for them. But like, oh, you know, but shit. then he, but he, I, I think he's called like the Podfather or something like that. But then, uh, but they, they, uh, they, they brought on like, you know, they, they, some of the first guys that really was like, yeah, this is a new thing. Like Norm McDonald and 
I mean, there was a bunch of pioneers. Like, because, you know, we all think of Rogan as being that guy, right? Right. But there was, like, a couple years of guys before Rogan. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And, like, you know what's crazy is, like, Stone Cold was, like, along on par with, like, when Rogan started, too. Like, Stone Cold was killing shit back then. And, like, there were there was, like, maybe only maybe three different podcast websites that just kind of owned all the podcasts at the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or they were distributing the podcast, I should say. Was it still Podcast One back then? Yeah, Pod Podcast One was one of them. I think it's something Hub. Something Hub. I don't know. I, I forget, but there was only a few, you know what I mean, at the time. Because I, I got on a podcast 2000, oh, that hurt. 2010, 11-ish? Mm-hmm. It was the Joe Ro Oh, shit. Yeah, I, motherfucker. I didn't even 2010, have 2010, 11-ish? Cause I, when I first started smoking DMT, and my man's was like, you know, Joe Rogan got a podcast all about DMT. I said, what? I said, the, the Fear Factor guy. <laughs> Cause that's I mean, that was what Joe Rogan was like to like. Oh, our generation. I know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like it was so profound when I came back that this motherfucker was talking about Joe I Rogan. Didn't, I didn't even get an iPhone until 2015. I was on the Androids up until then. And uh, it really got me switching because of the, the cameras and shit that were just so much better, you know, on the iPhone. And then, uh, but yeah, so that was when I fucking got uh, introduced to podcasts was then. And it was funny. It was like X-Pac and, and Stone Cold. Those were like the two first podcasts that I started listening to. I never dabbled in the X-Pac one. You got to go all the way back for his. I don't even know if they have it because it got worse as time went on. But uh I mean, he just always had dope-ass interviews going. Was he on drugs still? No. I mean, oh, okay. he, he was California. He's, so, so he's talking all about the drug stories then? Oh, for sure, yeah. Okay, cool. He's, he's California sober at that point, just weed. Nice. He's a <laughs> and, weirdo. Uh, yeah, he totally is. Sean and, Walton. Waldron? And, uh, what up, Niner? He said, have you ever seen, uh, so this is when we were talking about Tom Green. You ever seen where he passes out on his live stream and some other comedians come and wake him up? And he said, not drugs. He was just tired. <laughs> I think because he was trying to go on like a pot -a or something like that. Or like a, some I forget. Like, but he would also hella drink too. Like they, that fool, that fool drank. Yeah. He's funny. You should, have you seen him on Rogan? It was like during quarantine. Uh-uh. Well, I mean, I think I might have I listened to that one, but I wasn't watching Because he, he, he tells the whole story about the whole, like, because, you know what I mean? Like, he was, like, trying to chase this. I mean, you know, he goes from MTV to movies. I think he had, like, a public, it was public first, right? His show in Canada. It was, like, a public, uh, public broadcast access. station. Yeah, yeah public, public access. There you go. Thank you. Yeah, and then he gets, he makes his way to fucking um, MTV. MTV. I mean, because in the 90s, it was all about individuality, for sure. You yeah. I mean? Yeah. Versus, like, when you got into the 2000s, it was all about, let's have my version of this. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. It was all, like, shit that was just copying other shit. You know what I mean? Right. So, like, you know, it was definitely for Tom Green. You know what I mean? And, like, he was funny, bro. Like, he would just do shit that was funny to him. Like, he had a whole, like, two-part episode where he, 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 uh, he, he brought on Monica Lewinsky. And I'm talking about, <laughs> ain't nobody getting interviews with Monica. For those of y'all don't know, 
Monica Lewinsky was the broad in the 90s that sucked <coughs> off Clinton numerous, uh, President Clinton numerous times in the Oval Office. And like, you know, she, uh, she, her claims were like that he ejaculated, he, he loved to like ejaculate on her, on her like business suits and shit like that. Like, that was like his thing, you know what I mean? <laughs> and like, you know, he would be like, he would be like, oh, I gotta take this call. Monica, come here. And like, he would like <laughs> take all his phone, shoot blow him, like, and like, so he brings her on the show and they say nothing about anything. <laughs> he brings her to like a fabric store and he's like, wants to buy fabric and they'll make her a dress. So it's like, and you know, Tom Green's hella weird. Like, feel this fabric, feel it. Like, you know what I mean? Put his face on it. It's like, you know what I mean? Like. And she's just like, and he's like, didn't think, you know, the, the next scene, they're both putting their face on it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but it was just weird. Cause like, here's like this pudgy ass Monica Lewinsky, who's hella infamous. But like, I'm like, I wonder how much they paid her. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like why? Uh, or she probably, probably, probably was like, Hey, I want you to come on. We're not going to ask you anything about sucking the president's dick. I swear to God. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, what was crazy is like, you gotta love how presidents choose to lie. It's like, I did not have relations with that woman. Yeah, he didn't fuck her. He got his dick sucked numerous yeah. times, you know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe maybe he sodomized her. But, well, I like uh like Chappelle where he's like, "I did not have sexual relations with that woman, Miss Lewinsky." Smells <laughs> 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 his fingers. <laughs> oh man. Oh, that's gross on hella levels. And uh, I for, uh, yeah, and who and who was it? Uh, boy, actually, it might have been Chappelle, where he was talking about how uh, you know it's just a lot different back when JFK, you know, he was able to go out and get a Marilyn Monroe. He was like, man, in the '90s, Bill Clinton was so busy, he was just like looking out the window and uh, like looking out the door and just like stuck his head and like, hey, you, come here, come here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you over there by the hedges? <laughs> Not you, the fat one. Yeah, <laughs> the one with the cankles. She won't hey, tell nobody nothing. He's, uh, I like him with cankles just like Hillary. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Hillary. Hey, hey. You know what's crazy too is like, like they um, I mean they just straight up just killed that motherfucker, man. The Epstein cat. They just marked him. He's gone. Just yeah. nothing. Nothing will be spoke of it again. Yeah, they're like real mafia. They're like, listen, we took care of that thing. You know that thing on the island? Yeah, we took care of that thing. <laughs> hey, okay, here's another. Here, that, that there you go. Whenever you remake stories, because not only can movies be remade, people will take stories and remake them, right? Right, right. And like Tarantino's classic at that. Yeah, like, what do you like better, Desperado or Black Mass? Or, I mean, that Desperado, uh, uh, Departed or Black Mass? Because it's based on, it's loosely based on the same story. Dang, so I haven't even seen the first one. The the other one, the Black Mask, I haven't seen that one. The Black Mass. Yeah, I've never seen the Black Mask. Okay. It's, it's, yeah, so one's Leo and one's Johnny. So, it, and they're good watches and like, but it's both, it, they're all, so one is, is straight up based on Whitey Bulger and then the other one's like loosely based. The, the Departed. The part is just dope because it's like, it's it's uh. Well, the cast is just ridiculous in that movie. Yeah, and it's and it's uh, it's Scorsese. You don't really have you don't have too many Boston mob movies, and this is right. uh, yeah, and this is uh definitely um, 
It's uh, based on Whitey Bulger, but you know what I'm saying? What's his name? Uh, J J Jack Nicholson. You know what I mean? And Which seeing awesome. like, the, the, there's got to be more, I mean, because these crime movies, drug movies, gangster movies, whatever the fuck you want to call them, like, oh. we, always, we always want more of them. Like, where are they going to get these stories from now? I mean, if they're not going to remake some of these, you know, if, like, would Blow ever get remade? You know, like, would Goodfellas, Casino, could those ones ever be remade? You know, like, I mean, I don't think so, but who the fuck knows? I mean... I do like, I mean, like, okay, you had Hoodlum, right? Never Remember seen Hoodlum? it. Uh-uh. It's like, it's one of, like, the older mob movies. It was, like, but it was based on, like, the 50s. But then you had, like, but then you had, uh, 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 uh what was his name? Damn. I'm trying to remember the name of Frank Lucas's boss. Because in Hoodlum, it was him when he was younger. Oh. You know what I mean? Remember Frank Lucas? He worked for. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know why I'm thinking Sunny, but what the fuck? It starts with a B, I think. Mm. But yeah, they, like Bumpy they, Johnson. There you Bumpy go. Bumpy Johnson. There we so, go. Like, and then they've had. I mean, he's popped up in all different type of movies. That'd be dope if they did a straight up movie on Bumpy. You know what I mean? Because he's yeah. always like a side character when they tell all these mob movies. Because, you know, he spanned over, like, three generations. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And he was, like, the, the, the one brother that was in there with the Italians and shit. You know what I mean? Because right. he go, Yeah, because, like, his boss was, like, you know, fucked with, like, Luciano and them. Like, so he had, like, royalty roots as far yeah. as ties go. You know, mob ties. Because it, it would even be cool to see Frank Lucas, you know, in there as a young protege, you know, and a hitman for him, too, before he really, like, blew up. Right, like, oh, look at all these. Like, before it was about American <laughs> Toshiba, this Zenic, that whatever. But it was kind of crazy because like, that was the view on huh? like all these Asian product, eight Japanese made products were, were making their way in because they were cheaper and, and better. And oh, you know what? So they, um, I, I had to go look this up because I wasn't 100% sure, but on Hulu, so they got the Godfather of Harlem. And it's for oh, is that loosely based on, or is that is that? Based no, on? it is. No, I mean it. It's about Bumpy. Oh, word. For, Forrest Whitaker is Bumpy Johnson. There in season, uh, it says two seasons. Oh hell yeah! I'm tripping. What's this called? Godfather of Harlem. Uh, okay. Damn, I'm. I'm. Yeah, I gotta do this one. So yeah, I'm, this a, I'm already like fuck. Football's about to start. I don't think I. I can't fit in it. Like, I'll, I'm literally kids, football, and money. That's all it is in podcasts. That's, no all, there's time, that's all there's time for in the season. Yeah. Maybe I'll try to squeeze. Damn. How many, series, how many, how many seasons? Uh, two. And it looks like it's 10 per season. See, this is what's a bitch is because I'm already telling myself, all right, that's, that's what I'm going to watch. When it was, when, when, you know what I mean? At next fucking when February. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'll throw that in. I, I did that with Game of Thrones for like eight years and then just never watched it. Yeah, fuck Game of Thrones. I never got into it. And uh, and now they're coming out with that. Uh, yeah, see, there's another thing. So it's. Um, they already came out with it, the prequel. It's like, yeah, it's like the prequel. Episode that, one yeah. came out. It was, it was on the tip of my tongue. I couldn't think of it, but prequel. Oh, Dragon House or something like that? Dragon something? Yeah. 
I guess it's like a hundred and something years prior when when uh when the dragons were abundant because like you know like as long as you don't kill the dragons they just grow and grow and grow so it's like you had to like control like the the dragon population because they can like take over the world essentially you know what I mean yeah yeah i don't know i mean it's almost kind of like uh sons of anarchy and the mayans you know like i mean i i never i mean until like vanessa was the one getting me into that we were all uh she'd always have that on so i got into it i mean but, never got that, into the mayans though and like you know i that's one thing i don't think there's enough of is spinoffs right. i don't think there's enough spinoffs like i love spinoffs maybe because i'm from the 90s right like goddamn I mean, no uh, one's doing cheers. it like power with the spinoffs right now. Like power's killing it with the spinoffs. Yeah, I mean, I mean, shit. Fifty got it right. Like, okay, look at this. Cheers came out in the eighties. Okay. And then Frazier had his own show. Okay, and that um, was the spinoff of Cheers. I was the, he was the that was the character. Yeah, and then um, was that the only one? I want to say. Ted Danson had one, but it wasn't. I'm okay. Either way, formulas formulas don't fail at least until Hollywood, right? Because when bringing up speaking of Cheers, they used that same formula for Friends. It was the right. same same creators, and they was like, okay, let's get oh, ahead. Was the same creators, same creators. <coughs> same, same, so so they took the same formula. You have the dumb blonde, but instead of Woody, it's Phoebe. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Then you have a place where they all congregate. Instead of the bar, it's the coffee shop. And then you have you have uh the uh you know the fucking pretty boy, you know, which is fucking uh what's his name from three three uh three men and a little baby? Dancing, Ted Danson. <laughs> is that his name? Yeah. It's funny because all I could ever think of is fucking South Park. Whatever I say, whatever I say. All right, but yeah, so Ted Danson. Um, yeah, what was Ted Danson? He was he played like he was like the leg of something, and he has the leg of Ted Danson. It was like the Sasquatch with the leg of. Ted oh Danson. no, that was the leg of Patrick Duffy. There it was. Okay, step by step. Damn, you're good. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, like, you know, they do this all the time, right? Let's take it. Let's take a concept, reboot it, remix it. Because here you go, I mean, Peacock shouted it out. He said the Saved by the Bell remake is pretty cool because a bunch of the old cast uh, makes cameos. And I, I watched a couple episodes just because I was curious what it was like. Yeah. And uh, I, I watched I mean, you. Even though when Saved by the Bell came out, I was a lot younger than them in high school. I think I just love Saved by the Bell so much. And I love Tiffany Ann and so much. I'll watch wherever I think she might be. <laughs> you know what I mean? And she's only like 10 years older than me. She got, hey, she's like the baddest fat face bitch ever in the 90s. <laughs> she had a, she, I don't know, I don't know what it was. I just said something about that fat face. <laughs> like the 90210 version of her. Did you ever like, see, it, it only ran for one season, but did you ever see, uh, it was called Fast. Yeah, 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 with Bill Bellamy. Yeah. And she was <laughs> Why didn't that shit last longer? That was a good show. That shit was badass. Hey, bruh, <laughs> come on, you know I watched it. <laughs> I was gonna watch anything that she was gonna be on, be on bro. Oh yeah. Hey, Tiffany Amethyst was bad than the motherfucker to me, cause like because just because of Kelly Kapowski, I had a crush on her when I was a kid. And then 90210, that's another one though too. My girl, 
I remember she, uh, her and my sister, they were hella into that, uh, the reboot. You know what I'm saying? They had like a whole new class. It was like, you know, fucking 2008, 9-ish during that uh -huh. time. They it was like on UPN or whatnot. And like, okay. my girl was hella into that shit. Week to week type shit. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, oh, word. Like, but you know, because for me, I'm like, man, that's just why they should have never touched and she touched the original one. And they're like, oh, it's it's David's sister, uh, David Silver's little sister. And I'm like, oh, oh, word. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, Oh shit! I always hated that bitch Kelly though. The the, the nine hundred two and uh the blonde bitch. Whatever her name is. I, ne I never watched the show, so you got to give me names. Okay, she has like the mat. You know that. You know that. You ever see that people that have the dip like in their lip right here or on their upper lip? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, she has like a super deep one. So we're like whenever I'll, whenever she's on, that's all I see. It's just. <laughs> oh uh, yeah, uh, Garth Jenny Garth. That's her name. Jenny Garth, okay. Yeah, she's like, she's the blonde, that's like, and she's like hella the center of attention in that show. Yeah. Yeah, but they, but yeah, anyways, uh, yeah, I can't stand her. <laughs> but I love 90210, that was like. So Peacock said was, Tori Spelling, and that's who I was thinking of too. But you, Tori you, Spelling is the other broad with the chin. Yeah. <laughs> when you, uh, the chin and the jaw, she has like the whole, it's all here. You yeah. know what, what? You know what movies always seem like super fun to watch. It's the movies within the movies. You know, like um, so Entourage. They're, they're they're I mean the whole movie the whole premise is based on you know this guy you know who's the superstar actor and so they always have little clips from like the movies that they're doing. And uh, if you go back to Scream, well not not Scream but Scream Two. Scream three, and then they got the little clips of like stab one. Stab yeah, two. I always thought those were pretty cool, and it had to be fun to like film those, like little uh, those, yeah, those hell yeah, whatever. Like, uh, like all the uh, uh, like uh, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, they did all those joints, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Once yeah, and I know Quentin Tarantino had fun filming those. It's funny because right now, they filmed, like eight episodes of it or something, yeah. Oh, you said like six, right? Yeah. Oh, no, he, like he, he did say eight. He did say eight. Yeah. yeah like, so like, that's funny. Like, I mean, the eight 20 minute episodes of this, uh, this Western, and you never, and you don't even really know what footage he's really going to use him. for the movie. It's just for him. Oh, yeah, Probably. for sure. Well, you guys I mean, want to see my, my spaghetti Western miniseries? Yeah. Well, they used, uh, I mean, they used little clips of it from, for different things. Yeah. 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 But I'm sure their entire episodes, knowing Tarantino, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. Like 20-minute episodes, I'm sure. Because back in I the day, it. you have eight minutes of commercials. And it's like a 22-minute, uh, you know, on 30 minutes. 22 out of 30. I, I'm a big fan of adaptations. And I wish people would just take a page out of Sin City's book. Have you ever seen Sin City? Yeah. Robert Rodriguez, right? Yep. And like the the source material is the script, the comic is the script. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just an adaptation, like a live version of the comic. It's fucking phenomenal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And like, cause that's how I would love, like, cause the comics and the stories are so good. Just fucking do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just yeah. fucking do that. Like, okay, Ninja Turtles, stop rebooting it. Yep. Titans in the house. What up, bro? What up, Titans? 
Yeah, because none of them ever like even the even number three, you know, where they travel through time or whatever. Like, I mean, even that, you know, was well, kind I of don't a disrespect already. the third one. <laughs> I, I, I didn't even fuck with the third one like that. I loved it. They go they go through time kicking ass, bro. <laughs> and then like these, they switch places with with these with these, these Japanese dudes from Imperial like Japan or whatever, right? Damn, what the fuck? Peacock said Robert Rodriguez's dad was my vice principal in high school. That shit's wild. <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> Damn. I never hey. fucked with the third one like that. Like, I can't even remember really too much about it. One and two were just so good. It was like, I don't know. The Man, I hated, one. you know what's funny is I hated part two. What? I like, I really just like Kano and like, and like Super Shredder. Yeah, I mean, did, did you know that that was Kevin Nash? I didn't know that. Yeah, Kevin Nash is the super shredder. Okay, here's one thing. I here's here's why I'm gonna tell you the sole reason why I hate number two. I hate vanilla ice. Yeah, <laughs> go ninja, go ninja, oh, go, fuck go him. ninja, go ninja, go. <laughs> Appreciate hey, you, sir. Titans, coming in hey, in between classes. Yeah, I just always thought that was funny. Like, remember, and he was like, call the police. And then he comes back, everyone's partying. And it's like, I got the cops on the phone. He's like, no, no, they like it. They like it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the black, hey, hold on. The black, remember the black dude? He had like the fedora hat and he had like the stunner. I always thought he was fly. And That's he had like the, you know what I'm talking about? He was with the white broad. Oh, yeah. I mean, was, you got to have the, got to have the fedora, you know, back then. Yeah, like, he had the fedora. He had the, he had the, it looked like he had the stunners with no with, with no lenses in it. Oh yeah. I, and then, well, actually, he might have had some lenses in it. But then he had. Uh, you need to bring back some stunners with no lenses, man. Those shits are just. Hell yeah, that's, that's actually that's that's swag. Might wear stunners without the lenses. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Mac Dre was a fool with it. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hey, them motherfuckers will be wearing dark ass glasses at night, smacking off some. Rolling off some, off some, off some Molly, <laughs> man. Like mobbing. Like if there's one person, like I mean, listening to Matt Dre so much and him, like literally just being his own person and trendsetter. Like that's what never made me question, like trying to follow, you know, other corny ass motherfuckers. Like even if, like you know, people don't think my style is tight. Like I know my style is tight, and mm -hmm. uh, you, you know, it's um, and just because you know what's funny, people thought when whenever people thought of Matt Dre. Or, and you didn't understand it. They'd be like, well, like, I don't get it. Like, they just, you just, like, it wasn't for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, like, it's really, really about this pimping. The hypey shit kind of put them over. Yeah. Really, they've been going dumb and all that shit. It was really, the, it's really about the pimping. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, shit, how long was he locked down in the 90s? You know, like, all that shit just slowed shit down. Seven years? You remember yeah. what years it Seven was Seven years didn't say a goddamn word. Oh, if he did... He got seven and did five. Yeah. So it was 91. He went in. And yeah. It was like, I mean, that's it was like Rico. They got Rico. And I know that they did. Uh, I know he made, what, one album from prison or two? Yeah. Uh, oh, I, or at least a handful of songs. But then. Because look, then, at, uh, I mean, because look at like when they were like in after 2000, like 2001 through when he died, they were like two to three a year. Like they were just killing it. Just. Pumping them out, and it was all not yeah, young, young Black Brother Records was the label at the time, and I want to say they had, uh, I don't know if they had major distribution, but when you're an independent label and you're selling, bro, you know, I mean, you're selling albums like twenty a pop back then. You know what I mean? You know, what I'm saying in the stores and shit, the stores are getting for consignment. 
and they'll probably take like two, three dollars. You know what I'm saying? And, and you might have spent like, and you know, you, you making all, you know, everything's from the dope game, so it ain't nothing to go press up, you know, 10,000 of these motherfuckers, right? And then you go 10 for 10. You know what I'm saying? And all of a sudden, you're gold in the streets, bro. And, and like, I always wondered, like, how these millions... That's a million dollars plus right there, bro. That's all the money. Because, you know, in the... I mean, I'm sure they got them everywhere, but, you know, the little indoor swap meets or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, like, that's what we used to call yeah, them. Yeah, back then? Where it's really I just... Mean, back a, then, it was all warehouse. about the record. It was about the record stores, for real. You had record stores where, like, you... If those were, like, mini swap meets where, like, you can go and sell your shit there. You know, they buy... You know, you have the big used section and whatnot, and then you have all yeah. brand new shit, and then you have the independent shit... Like because they, like they were always, I mean, they were always in Best Buy. Like Mac Dre always had his shit, you know, and like mm-hmm. the major ones too. But he always mm-hmm. had his shit in like, I mean, I only went to one. I mean, I'm sure there was dozens in San Diego, but this was the one that like every San Diego rapper like had their shit in there, you know, and like mm-hmm. there'd always be a section with like Mac Dre, and he was always stocked, had a couple different albums, you know, in stock always. Yeah, <laughs> like you know what's crazy. That was a little hole in the wall in the hood where people like, unless you live there, you're not coming out of your way to go there. I ain't never heard of. Uh, I mean, I, I knew about Sugar Free, obviously. I oh yeah, Sugar Free, but I never heard of, the, of that crew with the with the fucking um, the my my secret congregation. I never yeah. heard that shit. But yeah. you know what I'm saying? You know, during the mixtape days, if you're a DJ, man, you you're in the labs, motherfuckers will shoot you tracks, whatnot. So we yeah. come out with, with, with mixtapes, and like I remember, there was a uh, 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 there was a mixtape had that song that why she won't see one day she gone see she yeah. got me lonely. Those <laughs> are words you'll never hear from us. You know what I mean? You didn't know it's pimping over, <laughs> over here, here with us. us over <laughs> here we make never yeah. giving a bitch a break. Yeah, that one was nasty, and like I wonder, I wonder, and, and like, I was like, but see, I'll be broke. I didn't mean to cut you off again. I, I just, I thought those fools were gas, and I'm like, he said abominable snowman, a colder than abominable snowman, eating the popsicle. I was like, this motherfucker is hard. I, I never knew they were a crew. You feel me? Yeah. 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 And that was one of the ones, I mean, you know, like, I mean, I was already going to get that no matter what. But when I when I flipped it over, I'm always looking to see who's the features. Yeah. You know, right away and seeing Max on, on, it, on oh, We're getting it. We're getting it right away. Drizzle. <laughs> Yeah, he saw drizzle on that motherfucker, and he was like, "Yeah, hey, that's how it used to be, though." Whenever we, out here we had some shit, uh, it used to be called Rasputins. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Rasputin. I forget. I be forgetting Rasputin is a chain. Yeah, there was one. And, uh, that too. Um, yep. And um, you know, what I'm saying you you go into the independent uh, uh Bay Area rap section, and like you just look, you know, there be a ton of artists that are coming up, and they're kind of weak as fuck. Right. But like. They're a bunch of dope boys, so they're just paying for like ill features. So for it's sure. like, yeah, you might have this sorry ass artist, but his album's hella tight because he got everybody on this motherfucker, Dang. and you just kind of skip over his verse. You know what I mean? Or like, well, and seeing like, them, you know, yeah, you're paying. I mean, that's all. That's paying for the marketing too, right? Like, yeah, yeah, because yeah. the D boys. I mean, because they're real D boys, and like, so it's like, it ain't nothing for them to like, you know. I, I'm a, you know. Because what do you think? Like, what I mean, what do you think some of these guys were doing for for? Uh, it'd it'd be like fifteen hundred. Okay. Well, it also depends. I was even gonna say like like Mac Dre. I was I, I was assuming like being the five thousand range at the top I mean, of the scale. Well, see, when you're with Mac Dre, when you're at that level, he probably just rock with you because he'll rock with you. But mm. like, if you're gonna pay, yeah, it's Rakitos, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's Rakitos. You know what I'm saying? And like it's see nowadays, 
you just gotta be you just gotta have your publishing so like for example me and you do a song i'll once once i publish this song i'm gonna send you a split you know what i mean so like you could use different digital uh, publishing or you could you use ASCAP, BMI, shit like that. Uh, nowadays, we use DistroKid, where it's like, you just sign up, pay for a year. I could up, un, uh, upload unlimited music, and they're going to digitally publish it for me. And like, say you're on the song, I'm, and I, I'm going to put whatever percentage you get on it. Say you get 25%. Uh, so every time we stream, the split's going to go accordingly. You know what I mean? Whatever revenue from the stream, you get 25% of that because you're on the split. So before it used to be called like IPI number, like individual parties involved number. And that's because I, I, I'm young enough that I was making music. Uh, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm still, I'm still, I'm old enough to remember when it was still, everyone was putting out CDs and shit like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Now it's hella easier. <coughs> yeah. But it's, also, but it's way more saturated because it's that easier. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Man, and um, so Mitchy Slick, it's pretty dope. I, I was doing an interview with him. I mean, this was like one of the first interviews I did. Yeah, I like, saw it when he's at the airport. He's yep. at the airport, yep. Yep, and uh, so he he talks about, uh, I, I made sure to bring up Mac Dre because I know he was around, you know, um, even though they never did a song yeah. together. Because I even asked, I was like, why'd you guys never do a song together? Because I know they were always around the same circles and Mac Dre did, you know, stuff with Lil CS and, you know, with Sugar Free and the Secret Congregation. So he already had ties to San Diego, you know, in a few different where, where, Where's Sugar Free at? He's, uh, he's Pasadena, Pomona, right? Originally? Pomona. 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 There you go. Where's with Pomona? the bitches on the Kona. And uh, it's like right outside of L.A. Okay. And it's, probably, it's, in, it's in L.A. County, too. I'm, I'm putting sure. bitches on the Kona. <laughs> <laughs> she was doing that. <laughs> hey, you know what's crazy is like when you watch Sugar Freeze interviews, it's real intense. You know what I mean? You remember I seeing that, um, that shit with you remember that movie that Snoop Dogg made back in the day? Um, and they they were in jail and, and Sugar Free was one of the uh one of the dudes in there. He was he was the one actually putting the pen down, you know, when they were uh <coughs> he was the one doing the beat when they were in uh, when they were in jail. What the fuck? Mm. What the hell is that movie called? I mean, Sugar Free was around all them. Oh yeah, yeah, he was around all them in the nineties. You know what I mean? I mean, he talks about Suge, but he's like, you know, he he didn't want to get in the mix with Suge. He said, he said Suge's a pimp. Yeah, he's like, I'm a pimp. Pimp recognizes pimp. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, he said it. At camp, you know, at Death Row, of course, Death Row wanted to sign him. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, hell and yeah. Then, like, I mean, shit. You know what's dope though is like the out the outside of Death Row guys that mm -hmm. fuck with that, that were in fucking with Death Row, but like you know, DJ Quick, yeah, Warren G, yeah, uh, Sugar Free. Uh, you know these guys, they're they're on the outside. They're fucking with them, but they're on the outside, so they didn't suffer that what happened to to the Death Row. You know what I mean? Yeah. Damn, I cannot think of this uh, this Snoop movie to save my life right now. Uh, I mean, one in the nineties. Yeah, and I, I cannot. See, I can't even think of him being. In, oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, hold on, bro. I had this movie. I bought the videotape. This is the No Limit shit, bro. Yeah, what the fuck? It was called "The Game Is to Be Sold, Not Told." Mm, I don't That's know. the first one because you okay. said it was the first one. The yeah. second one, I don't remember what it was called. 
Damn. But it's sick though, because the game is to be sold, not told. Uh uh, what is it called? I, I mean, I, that's I live I live by that saying. That's why it's kind of crazy that we give out all these isms like this because it's like the game is to be sold. But but then also at the same time, you know what I mean? Oh, it was the East Siders? That's what it was. Mm, okay, so that's like was that like yeah, so 2000, 2005. Okay, yeah, I was gonna say yeah, because I was say Snoop he went in no no night in no movies, but the No Limit movies in the nineties. You know I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I'm talking No Limit about. films. And I'm, Master P was ahead of his time, bro. Oh yeah. Fuck that! We shoot a movie. You, you, ever, you ever seen uh, Bossing Up, the Snoop Dogg movie, the little like underground one where he's a pimp? Mm-mm. Man, you got to see that one. That one is fire. So he's uh, a. <laughs> it's funny because like he's just like uh, he's a uh, he's a radi- um a, what's it called uh, a store clerk at uh, just like packing up groceries. But like you know, he's always spitting the isms to the girls and <laughs> pack these I've groceries, pack these groceries up, baby, and like take some money and stuff. And um, let me see who else is in it. Who's the pimp? Who uh, I've seen that. I I know what you're talking about. I've, I've seen. I've never seen the whole movie though, for sure. But I've seen this shit on YouTube. Yeah. Because GG, uh, you ever fuck with the GGN News Network? Uh. Uh-uh. That was Snoop Dogg's so. little. It was his little short-lived podcast that he has, like 10, 15 minute episodes. Okay. And he would he would basically bring people on, chop it up for five minutes, then you'd ask them a series of questions, and the questions were the same for every person. So like okay. it'd be like, it'd be like hustle, man. You a hustle motherfucker. What do you use your first thought when you wake up in the morning? <laughs> you know what I mean? That would just yeah. be like, yeah. And it would be like hot or cold. <laughs> <laughs> just like that <laughs> and he, but he was he was Nemo Hose and he was like hey it's Snoop Dogg your host this, your, your host that smokes or something like that uh, and, aka Nemo Hose and then like they would have random weather segments where it'd just be like stupid ass badass bitch in a dumbass skimpy bikini she'd be like it's gonna be percolate today with the chance of wet like <laughs> And the bitches would be hella bad, bro. Like I think they had like stormy fronts or whoever was on there. Like they, like after the the whole Trump thing. Yeah, yeah. They're like they brought her on there. Like who is stormy fronts? What is she like a porn star or something? I have no idea. That sounds like it. Sounds like okay. it. So this bossing up, it's kind of like a remake of the Mac to a to a certain extent. Okay, kind of. You know, like oh, uh, so-, so this is an independent film that Snoop did. Oh yeah, for sure. This one I don't even. I mean, I have the DVD because I seen that clip with the where he's bagging the groceries up, and then yeah. that's how the, the bitches bring the money. Yeah. Well, no, that's no, funny. no. I mean, not no. That that's when he's not pimping. That that's just his, oh, like, okay. I thought that that's was just his natural game, and uh, but he doesn't mean that. Uh, Orange juice is the uh, is the name of the pimp in there, and uh, let me see what's his actual orange juice. <laughs> what's his actual name? Hawthorne James. If you uh, if you remember that name, but I mean you'll recognize him when you see him. But uh, he just he sees him and then wants to turn him into his protege. Starts putting him up, you know. But he always uh, he always kicks back a percentage, you know, to pimp it. Yes. Um, and, until he's uh, ready to break free and everything, you know, or whatever. But uh, yeah, that's pretty Assistant much. What it <laughs> but yeah, bossing up. It's I. Uh, it looks like the whole movie is on YouTube. It's a blurry version of it, but uh, 
yeah, that's kind of like, I mean, definitely taking the story of the Mac and uh, and retelling it in present day form. <laughs> Why is it fucking um like like you know what's crazy is that how we went through the black exploitation era, and it's it's crazy that like you don't they didn't have another wave of that. I go, I guess it is like black exploitation, like in uh, like a new wave because of all like the power and all the you know uh, empire and all that shit. You know that kind of jump started it right back in what. Well, and you didn't even think of that as like black exploitation either. No, so. but 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 I mean, I guess that's the new age, right? Version yeah, for sure. Yeah, because. Then it became once it became good for their bottom line, like you know, the, like these white folks' networks. Uh, when it became good for their bottom line, well, Breaking you know Bad I mean? too. Like you start doing Breaking Bad, like we're talking about crystal meth. Like yeah, we should be able to take it to other kind of drugs and other kind of you know. Yeah, stuff. I mean, well, The Wire. Look at The Wire, right? The Wire was on network television, correct? No, it was or on no. HBO. Oh, okay. See, I never fucked with the wire at all. And then people and the wire, man, fucking Michael yeah. B. Jordan, like starting on the wire, like man, like that's that's nuts. Back. That's nuts. Okay, oh, yeah. okay, but like going back to the um, going back to the black exploitation, like I mean, I guess you had like Black Dynamite, like they had some, you know, some uh, uh, what was that? That that was like a, they tried to really uh, do a, a black exploitation, right? Was, have you seen yeah. that one? Uh uh-uh. uh see and I haven't really seen that many black exploitation movies. Or like, you know, where it's like you know, where like you kick the dude in it, they they zoom in on him, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and real serious on his face, like you know what I mean? Like because like they, I they mean even, back. Cause like for me, I mean shit, like I mean a lot of the one in the nineties, you know, boys in the hood, like menace, you know, like I mean I guess like, those man. were black sport. Yeah, you're right. I mean they call I it mean, black black cinema, is what they call it, you know, for like specifically. I wonder why they called it exploitation to begin with, probably because it was the first of its kind. I like, yo, we ain't never seen black people. Well, yeah, and especially it probably wasn't black directors or writers or anything like that. It was just black actors, is what it was. That's a good point. That's like that's like that. There it is right there. Actually, that's not even the point. That's the answer right there. Yeah. Cause like okay. uh, what's his name? John, John Singleton. Singleton. Yeah, like I you mean, said, it's fucking black cinema now. Yeah. And it's good. And, but I mean, then you also get guys that, that are just cool, like Tarantino. And he was raised by black folks, so that, you know what I mean? There's a difference there. Well, you can I mean, tell when someone has been raised by black people, though. Well, when he's doing it, I mean, he's paying homage, you know, to it. And, I mean, even though he says the N-word, you know, a shitload of times, like, back... I mean, that's really how motherfuckers talk. So, I mean, he mm-hmm. was just keeping it real. And... uh <clears throat> he's all i mean there's not too many people that are putting women in the position of power especially black women you know like look at jackie brown jackie like brown fucking, uh uh kill bill you know like i mean yep. i mean they're yeah. planning on doing this. i mean shit does he count those kill bills as their own movies i believe so well no no no, no, Kim, no, right? no he counts no? he counts it as one as far as i can okay. because yeah. So he might, we might have two in the works because he said he wanted to do one. I mean, how many does he have? Eight? No, nine. Or nine. Nine. Okay. Damn. Okay. So he can, so if he, so we might have two movies in because then if he does more, if he does the, the, the sequel to Kill Bill with the daughter, it could right? be a two parter. Yeah. And that was, but, but also that would, that wouldn't count. Yeah. Well, him. for, well, for him, it's still directing one movie. Like the the editing and all that, like is what yeah, turned it into two movies. I know. Okay, 
but we but we we would get two movies and right. then but see but would he count that as his tent or would he count that to the kill bill right yeah and see and now they got their podcast going like i mean he's letting that shit breathe like who knows what he's doing and uh we'll get to the podcast in a second nate yeah. gold on twitch what up bro thanks for chiming in Najee what harris up, nate gold Najee Harris or Dalvin Cook? I'm on the I'm on the Najee Give me side. Najee. Let's get it. I if you're looking Najee. for value, it's probably be on Cook. But I mean, he's probably talking about a second or third pick overall, right? Yeah, probably. I'm not taking Cook that high. Yeah, I'm taking Najee. All right. So Quentin Tarantino's podcast. Let me see what it's actually called here, real quick. Uh, it is called. It's the video. It's the video archives. And so it's uh, they they bought they bought that store the video archives I'm pretty sure that's what the store was called in uh, in L A and uh, now he has like all the movies and the entire thing in his house like in uh, he's got a movie room and then he bought a whole other DVD uh, a whole other movie store as well so it's like two movie stores um, like combined he just walks one. he just walks around in the store. So he's uh they they pick three movies for every episode, and it's like okay. two of them kind of have like I don't know similar things going on, and then the third one is always super outlandish. Nice, like some some obscure type. Yeah, and I haven't I mean I haven't seen any of these movies that they're breaking down. Oh, you know, All right, I'm gonna smoke. And uh, Nate said uh, in my sleeper league they are seven and nine on the draft board and then i have pick seven yeah i'd be going Najee there for sure and and make sure you guys follow and subscribe on uh on twitch appreciate you guys we need more twitch love going down i think here's the difference how i view it if you end up drafting cook and it's probably like you know late First round, I mean, not like mid late, right? Seven, eight overall, right? Mm -hmm. Probably where Cook's been going. And uh, if Cook Cook has finished, you know, top two before, so yeah, that's value if he finishes top two. Do oh shit, let me go grab my little man. You know what? Let's go ahead. Yeah, let's go ahead and sign off. We're rocking for two hours. Appreciate you guys. Rocking with us, and uh, we'll see you back in a couple hours. We got the vampire races and the draft order races. Peace out, everybody. Peace. Hold up. Can we just smoke up? I'm so.